Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Motorsports Madness show as, wow, it's already Thursday again. This week just flew by for some reason. Uh, this show brought to you in part by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. My name is Tom Baker. I am currently located inside the WSIC studio in Statesville, North Carolina. We are broadcasting the show live uh, on both the Performance Motorsports Network PMN radio app, or uh, you can watch us if you're in the Charlotte area, uh, Charlotte Lake Norman area. You can uh, get us on over the air TV, WSIC TV 25.2. In the studio with me is Randy Miller. Randy is the co host of Race Chasers, the Inside Pass show, which uh, Randy and I do every Tuesday morning here from this studio. And we've also got uh, behind the big board Nick Muncher. Nick is the PR boffin. From Venturini Motorsports, Boffin, Boffin uh, that's the word of the day, that's by the word. way, Boffin, um, and uh, Nick is going to be uh, carrying on with us tonight as well, and hopefully keeping us both on uh, radio and TV as we go, so uh, I believe that on the Strutmasters.com guest line, we've got Speed Another Sports, Jacob Seelman, um, and Jacob's going to be... Um, well, he's going to be out of luck if uh, he needs to get rebooted tonight because he's not There's here in the here studio to help for my computer career to to uh, to reboot him. So uh, we're going to just hold Jacob off until the next uh, segment here. We're going to step aside. When we come back, we've got a couple of guests that are going to be joining us throughout the program. Justin Ashley, uh, NHRA racer, and also Austin Hill, uh, who races trucks and Xfinity and NASCAR and looking forward to uh, talking with both of those gentlemen. And, of course, when we come back on the other side of this break, we are going to talk to Jacob Seelman because we had a little bit of breaking news this afternoon. So uh, we are definitely going to uh, get started with that and uh, lots of updates as well on what's going on schedule-wise. We will be back to start Motorsports Madness right after these words you own a performance car and you know how to drive but you want to learn real performance driving well bunky get that car off the street and onto the track summit point motorsports park the mid-atlantic's premier road racing facility located just over an hour from dc in nearby summit point west virginia is the place to go and you'll find that friday at the track is going to give you what you need for less than a monthly car payment you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of summit point's three world-class road racing circuits you'll receive classroom instruction skid pad instruction in their car including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. 
Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! <gasps> It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Motorsports Madness presented by MyComputerCareer.edu. And we are underway with Motorsports Madness for another show. Uh, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, and... In the studio with us, producing tonight, Nick Montcher. Uh, James Mellick is off. Um, we will uh, bring in Jacob Seelman from Speed Sport uh, to chat with us in this uh, first segment here. And um, we want to talk about several things, Jacob. Uh, first of all, good to have you on the program. We are social distancing, as we should be. So Jacob is actually uh, broadcasting from the PMN studios, PMN South studios, if you will. Uh, he's about to 40 minutes away from us, but um, on that's by more than the, six feet. So that's so yeah, on by the uh, strutmasters.com uh, hotline. So, Jacob, good to have you back. And I'm curious because I saw a little bit of um, interesting news, although I'm not sure it was a real surprise to any of us necessarily i think it was more what i was hoping for than what i had heard the other day but nascar deciding to delay the um next the uh uh next gen car until 2022 what do you think about that well i think a couple of things number one i i, I love how you say well we're glad to have you back as if i actually went somewhere other than you know just having to social distance but well, um in I, I know, I know. Carry it, on, it, it, my wayward the, son. It's, it's the it's the <laughs> usual roundabout of it's, it's, it's the usual roundabout of y'all harassing me. Except instead of Randy, this time it's you. I know how this game works. Hey, I'm still here. Well, I, I'm sitting in your seat too, so I guess that's fair. I still have oh, a geez. conspiracy theory that you took the day the week off because I came into the studio this week as opposed to not being here. So, 
We have, fair we, enough. Fair we enough. Have, we have to social distance here because you know. So we kind of got the we're triangulating in the studio. Um, yeah. And so we've fair got enough. distance between us, and uh, so I'm in your seat this time. Yeah. Anyhow, to circle back to the next-gen car before we get too far off track, um, I am totally thankful and not surprised at all by the statement that NASCAR released this afternoon. Frankly, I'm a little surprised it didn't come sooner, but this was the only logical answer, especially when uh, Formula One was so quick to delay their new regulations from 2021 to 2022. You don't want this to be as much of a cluster starting out as it was when the car of tomorrow was implemented back in 2010. And even that was kind of weird in how they did it with basically rolling it out for a selected, I think it was like five races, you know, here and there throughout that season before it was completely put into play. Yeah. But uh, well, re- re- regardless, uh, I-, I don't think, I think they'd have been trying to push their luck with a mid-season rollout, and it would have cost teams a whole lot more money to do it that way and, and have to use two totally different cars during the year than to just delay it an entire year, maximize the amount of time that you have to get this thing right, yeah, and exactly. make sure that when that thing rolls out in 2022, it is as kick butt, here we go, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, as it's going to get. Yeah. And that, you know, that, that's where I, where I sit on that. I, it was an inevitable decision, is, is what I'll call it. And like I said, I'm, I'm genuinely, honestly surprised it took this long to, uh, to have it out there, but I'm glad that it's out there now. You know, now you've got, what, about 20, just under 21 months to get this thing right. Um, you know, and I know it'll be a little less than that because there's going to be a little bit of time before we can all actually get back to work on it. But you, you get my point. 21 months from now, we should be a whole lot better off than what we would be otherwise. I agree. And I think that, um, you know, when, when it comes out in 2022, I think we're going to have a better product. I mean, I think looking back, we, we probably all wish, Randy, that we had delayed the car of tomorrow to about the 12th of never. <laughs> Um, cause that, that was just, that was a, that was a, uh, that was probably, a the, one of the biggest stink bombs in NASCAR's history. Um, that just didn't work out so well, but we, we believe that I, I at least I, I think we all would agree that, um, this car is probably going to be a really good thing for the sport, Randy. And I think that uh, delaying it a little longer will just give it more time to be tested. And again, as Jacob said, you don't want to start start playing with it in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you just start 2022 with it and go from there. Yeah, I, I mean, the last thing we need is, of, of course, another car of tomorrow situation where a car comes along and then, you know, three months later, we're like, this is the worst you know thing they could have ever yeah. done. And they put a lot of focus on, on this being, you know, the next generation car. So... We're already asking the teams to do a lot when we come back, you know, from this break, because we're going to be basically, you know, the rest of the season without a break. So we're we're asking the teams to do a lot already. So adding another, you know, next gen car idea into the mix is really going to make the teams really, you know, stretch for time and stretch for effort. And, and we all want to see a really good product. So we don't want to we don't want them to, you know, half it going into 2021 with a car we don't know anything about. So having another extra you know year and a half of, of work on it maybe new technology coming into play whatever the case may be more testing more wind tunnel 
all the things we need to make the car the best that it can be, I think that's that's the best case scenario for us is to go into this with a I really agree. good car hitting the ground running. I agree. Yeah, and uh, of course, you know, the other big thing that uh, we've seen floating around social media the last couple of days, Jacob, is um, they've uh, you've got some schedules, potential schedules, possible schedules uh, floating around that um, kind of give an idea of what potentially uh, we may be looking at when we get back to racing. Um, have you had a chance to see the schedule that's been floating around social media that begins with Charlotte and uh, has some uh, some midweek races stuck in there? I have, as a matter of fact, gotten a chance to take a look at that schedule here over the past, so I'll call it a couple of hours, uh, starting May 24th at Kansas and then ending uh, when it's supposed to end. And I think the high points here are uh, obviously opening up June 7th uh, and opening up, um, or sorry, moving the Dover race that was postponed. Um, you open up June 7th, which is when we would have been at Michigan, make that a doubleheader in August, make Dover a doubleheader in August. Um, so June 7th uh, slots the Texas race in. But really, to me, what's interesting about this is what we've heard discussed uh, in regards to some of the midweek races, and we're talking Martinsville, Richmond, Kentucky, and Miami as potential midweek races if this, if this uh, what we've seen floated around is actually uh, what ends up happening. And I think uh, you know, Martinsville and Richmond being short track Wednesday night midweek races, I think that is absolutely killer if this is the final schedule that ends up happening because that's fun. Um, Miami being a midweek race makes sense. You pair it with something in the southeast in terms of, of Bristol. In fact, um, uh, if not for the doubleheader at Dover, I almost thought maybe you would have seen Miami end up as a midweek show there in August with Daytona right before the start of the playoff. Um, but as it is, uh, I think this is going to be going to be really interesting to see how it plays out. And I, I like the look of it. I, I genuinely do. And I think it opens up NASCAR to some bigger things down the road if they choose to go down those paths well i guess uh dover i thought dover had a playoff race but i guess not so that that wouldn't make any the double headers at michigan and dover would uh, work out pretty well no right dover is not a playoff race the fall race at dover was scheduled to be the second to last yeah race before i the see playoff. that now yeah so you know this would be an interesting schedule and i think it would be Honestly, I think it would be doable um, if they chose to do it. I, I, I definitely, yeah, no, I definitely think it's doable. I really do. I mean, you know, Mart- Martinsville is a couple of hours from home base here in the Charlotte area, and Richmond's, uh, yeah. you know, within two and a half to three, and uh, Kentucky is, you know, is not all that much of a haul, um, you know, six maybe, and Homestead, Miami, um, you know, would be a little bit uh a little bit longer. That one would require probably a little bit of extra manpower and such. But uh, it's well, see, okay. So that one's not going to be as about bad. Twenty seconds. You're going to, yeah, you're going to Homestead from Talladega, so you're already down in that right. Gulf area. That's what makes that easier. But you got to come back and run Bristol, so right. you know it would be interesting to see how that goes. But um, but yeah, you're doing well uh, with this schedule, I think, and we'll talk more about that on the other side of this break. We'll be back with more of Motorsports Madness right after this. 
Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schrope Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set ya. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Motorsports Madness continues, presented by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. This segment being brought to you by Victory Custom Trailers. Just uh, go check them out at victorycustomtrailers.com if you need a trailer of any kind for any purpose. It's not just about motorsports. They have trailers for any application, and they specialize in custom-built trailers. Uh, The more custom you want it, the more that they rise to the challenge. Uh, Victorycustomtrailers.com. Go to their website and check them out. I promise you they are great guys. They're based in Michigan, but they will deliver anywhere in the continental U.S. So check them out. And uh, we'll bring Jacob Seelman back in from uh, Speedsport. 
and SprintCarMidget.com. I forgot to plug that in the opening of the show. But um, Jacob doing, uh, he's a a, uh, jack of all trades over there at uh, Speed Sport. And uh, happy to have him with us tonight as as mostly always. But this time from the Strutmasters.com hotline as we continue to social distance. And we're talking about the schedule, Jacob. And I want to... I want to point out, I didn't even, even last segment, I didn't realize this, but um, all of the double headers are in July, which is interesting. So we're running a four week Wednesday series in July. I mean, again, this schedule's tentative. And obviously, you know, with everything going on with the virus, it's, um, you know, we're in flux here, but um, it still feels to me like this could be fun if we could start at Charlotte with one of the biggest racing weekends on the schedule. And then um, go ahead and go to Martinsville, Richmond, Kentucky, and Homestead on Wednesdays in July, along with the regular Sunday shows. That could be a lot of fun. Yeah, God willing, we can actually restart on Memorial Day Sunday. And if we can, it's going to make the Coke 600 uh, perhaps the biggest running of that race that there's ever been. Yeah, when you I consider would agree. that uh, the, Indi- the Indianapolis 500 has had to move to August, uh, but just purely, I, I have I have faith that the situation would be such that we could run the Indy 500, but there's so much infrastructure that goes into that race that trying to move that around and prepare for that around this pandemic is just not realistic. So that's why that race had yeah. to move. Uh, the, the Coke 600 is a little, there's not nearly as much infrastructure around it to be able to, to be able to pull that together in two or three weeks if we get the all clear i believe is totally doable and with uh, with indy and monaco either being moved or canceled uh, respectively uh the 600 has the potential to be one of the biggest things nascar's ever done if we're able to do it and pull it off right i know obviously we're in a wait and see pattern right now but you know keep in mind that everything we're talking about is all given that we can in fact restart and hopefully will restart uh around on memorial day weekend and be able to uh just kind of roll the ball from there but you're right that july series with eight races in a span of four weeks i think has the potential to be uh pretty sweet uh if i do say so myself i think that's going to be a tremendous amount of fun and uh what's funny is somebody somebody saw that and uh texted me and goes man these cup series engineers are going to have to work like you know they're going to have to start working hours like the world of outlaws engineers do i laughed i said i said in response where do you think some of these guys came from he's like really uh-huh well <laughs> uh-huh yeah but i i think the biggest thing is that um you're gonna you may have to add the teams may actually have to add some staff just for logistics because again you're gonna have to be basically going back and forth and tearing cars down. And uh, so I think the tear that you may need to beef up the teardown staff. You may need to, um, you know, to add uh, possibly even some additional truck drivers. Um, I mean, I think there's, there's going to need to be some planning that to make this work, but I think uh, they've kept most of the races close enough to our sort of home base here in uh, the Charlotte area where uh, I think you, you know, I think we can pull it off and, you know, again, um, I I love the idea, Randy, of of uh, doing Martinsville, Richmond, and Kentucky as your first three Wednesday night races. Because if you want to put on a great show for a midweek primetime audience, there's three tracks where you can do it. And Homestead is usually always a good race as well. Yeah, I don't think you could pick any better races for a Wednesday night series 
in Martinsville, Richmond, Kentucky, and Homestead, Miami. The two the two things that I take away from the schedule, looking at again a tentative schedule. Number one, the All Star races is missing, which obviously we I would was, assume I was going to get to that. You know, it, it's uh, going to be canceled. I would assume this year. The other thing is, is that that three break that that you know they also desired for the Olympics has now been erased because the Olympics has been postponed. So. Right. NASCAR can now run on those three weeks, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, those three races are Talladega, Loudoun, and Miami, I believe, So, um, in the three breaks. So, um, but I, I think it's a great schedule if it holds true, um, because I, I think this is the best-case scenario if we can get started on more yeah, weekend. Yeah, and there are, there are a number of versions of these schedules that have been prepared, I think, based upon when we actually get started, but mm-hmm. I don't see us starting at this point before Charlotte. NASCAR has not officially announced, unless I missed it, uh, that Martinsville has been postponed. But, uh, I mean, obviously... It would take an act of God for it not yeah, to be postponed. Yeah, I mean, you'd, you'd have to have... Um, You'd have to have a lot of things change in a hurry, and I don't think that's going to happen. So I think you'll see that official announcement this week, but I think we all know where it's I going. I think the best-case scenario here is the fact that, you know, let's let's say that let's, you know, North Carolina right now is under the, the stay-at-home order until April 30th. Yeah. So let's say that, you know, that ends on the 30th and everybody can go back to, to normal business in, in North Carolina. Then that would give the teams essentially, you know, a good three weeks, three and a half weeks to prepare for the 600, yeah, which exactly. is a, a long race in and of itself. I mean, it takes right. prep time anyways because it's the longest race on the NASCAR circuit. Uh, so now you're looking at, okay, you know, if this does in fact come true, at least they're giving the teams that three weeks of prep time to get those cars exactly. ready to go to Charlotte uh, and prepare for the 600. So, yep, I agree. So uh, we'll see where this goes, but. Um it certainly seems like it could work for sure. Uh, Want to move along with uh, Jacob here because uh, we had <laughs> this seemed like it was a real last minute thing, but it was probably being planned for a bit before they announced it. Um, we had a dirt track I race on FS1 last night and we've got about uh, four and a half minutes or so left in this segment. So I want to start talking about that. Um, I'll, I'll hit Jacob first on this. Um, could you have possibly asked for any more of an enjoyable uh, evening of racing than to have drivers like Kyle Busch and Ron Caps mixing it up with what you would call basically dirt track regulars um, from the World of Outlaws and other types of sprint cars and late models in a race of each division last night on FS1? It was absolutely awesome to watch and I thought they did a great job again with the way that they presented it. It was just a whole lot of fun. In the words of my favorite person on the planet, Dirt Night in America, you wanted the best, <laughs> and we definitely got the best. I, that that presentation with, uh, with Jeff and Clint being able to provide analysis and basically the whole Fox crew allowing – Johnny Gibson, to do what Johnny Gibson does best, was brilliant. The action was tremendous. I mean, who doesn't love a Christopher Bell versus Kevin Swindell battle for the win in sprint cars of any nature, you know, even if it was virtual, which, by the way, Kevin Swindell competitive and back in it with hand controls was awesome. awesome. I loved that. The late model race was great, too. I loved seeing Trent Ivey who nobody, absolutely nobody was talking about going into this. Get the job done, you know, for the local crowd. I know, Tom, you're going to have him on lead lap next week. Uh, I talked to him him over the phone in the hours after the win 
Wednesday night, and he was just, I say beside himself, but in a great way. Biggest win of his career by far from an exposure standpoint. And what this did for dirt track racing I don't think can be understated. I hope that this is the first step to getting the world of outlaws back where they belong on television on a regular basis because the action is too good, the people are too good. FS1, if you paid attention, if you liked it, more of it, let's go. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you. I agree. 100% I agree. I, I think... Uh, I think it did a lot for dirt track racing, and it did a lot for drivers like Trent Ivey, who is basically a local driver from just over the border here in um, northern South Carolina, um, (laughs) just over the Charlotte border. And, um, you know, Trent's 25, and he's been one of the top runners in this area for quite a while, but obviously, you know, is a driver that wasn't known as well nationally until uh, last night and I can't wait to get him on the show on Monday and just talk with him about what that was like to, to, to be able to go through and knowing that uh, there was probably a national audience watching and I can't wait to see what the ratings are for this because I I believe that there's a chance that they will be at least as good as the first um, uh, NASCAR eSport event from Homestead and I think it, it probably I believe that there's a chance it comes close to last week's I think we could see, we could have seen over a million last night there's a lot of dirt track fans in this country I would love that I I, I think if that if it tickles or tops a million just on FS1 I think it's total validation of what they're trying to do with that Wednesday night time slot right now and I know we're coming up on a break here in yep. a minute or so but um for you know, they're they're looking to spotlight more forms of racing during that Wednesday night deal. I think it's a great concept. I think they led off with the right brand. They led off with the right people. And thank you, Fox, by the way, in particular, for taking a belief in this and trying to push it to the next level because it was dang cool to see. It really was. And you mentioned that uh, we may see a different form of racing next Wednesday if they're going to do it again. Um, you know, something like USAC, perhaps. And I think that would be a lot of fun to to see how that works out. Yeah, I've not heard exactly what brand it may be. I'm crossing my fingers that maybe it's USAC that gets the nod. We'll just have to see. But whatever it is, I think they'll put on a great show. Well, uh, it certainly was a good time, and that's uh, that's for sure. We all enjoyed it, I think, probably uh, as much or more than we did the NASCAR uh, versions here. So uh, hopefully we'll see more of it, and we're going to have more of this show coming up right after these words. Stay with us. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. 
Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Krause and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Motor Sports Madness presented by mycomputercareer.edu continues. And uh, looking forward to uh, what we got coming up here. We still got Jacob Seelman from Speed Sport with us for this segment here. And then um, we've got coming up shortly a couple of guests. We're going to have uh, NHRA racer Justin Ashley. He's a straight liner. Strutmasters.com is his sponsor. And uh, we're going to talk to Justin not only about Strutmasters, but about his racing as well. And uh, then we're going to have Austin Hill who runs trucks and Xfinity cars in out of the Hattori Racing Enterprises shop. Um, he'll be on with us a little later as well. We'll go back to, to Jacob and um, continue to talk to him. I'm looking at Twitter, and uh, every once in a while it's fun to mention a tweet. You see something that catches your eye. This is from the Catch Fence, and if you're, again, for those listening or watching, if you don't follow the Catch Fence on Twitter, you should. Um He's he's a funny guy, and uh, it's got a picture from 2014 of Kyle Larson, and uh, this is from Phoenix. He ran a Clorox disinfecting wipes paint scheme, and his caption for this is, this car would get pulled apart by Walmart shoppers in 2020 like it was caught in a swarm of buzzards. It's true. Yeah, you gotta love that. I, the, you know, I just I enjoy uh, I enjoy the catch fetches tweets and um, Jacob. I know that uh, you you've been around a while and and know how he could be. So um, you know, sometimes those are the ones that put the uh, a little extra color in Twitter over the course of a day. Oh, no doubt. Uh, the the catch fence, the cone, uh, chasm, NASCAR chasm. NASCAR chasm is the best. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Steve Lovenders actually uh, had some good ones lately who uh, now works for a combination of NASCAR and iRacing. But, uh, no, I, I've been uh, kind of keeping my eyes peeled for anything that Chasm has said uh, the last few days just because we, you know, we all need that little bit of levity, don't we? And, and I have to laugh every time I uh, go to the, the profile and Chasm's, uh, Chasm's profile on Twitter says freelance urchin for NASCAR.com. And I, I, I've not yet figured out exactly what that means. But, hey, we'll take it, right? Exactly. So, obviously, we're still on hold here. And um, I think, really, virtual racing has kind of taken over our attention a little bit. I was thinking about that earlier. And I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing. I think that what we've learned from this little science experiment that we've done over the last uh, two, three weeks here of broadcasting these virtual races on national TV is that while you're always going to have some folks that just are sour pusses and, you know, don't want to watch somebody playing a video game as, as they like to put it, uh, which it isn't really, but that's okay. Um, I think for the most part, this has been really well received and it's, it's put us into a situation where maybe, even when we get back to going to the tracks and kind of doing the real thing, there's still going to be a place in, uh, in our week perhaps where we might still be able to focus on virtual things and kind of bring that out into the forefront on a more consistent basis alongside, uh, some of what's actually going on. What do you think? I think there's no question, and I think the boon that this is giving for iRacing in particular cannot be uh, overstated enough. I think, you know, Steve Myers, Tony Gardner, Drew Adamson, what those guys and their crew have done, you know, to pull all this stuff together for a sports world that is just starved for entertainment. In you know as quickly as they've done it is amazing to me, frankly. And I've spent some time talking with Drew and Steve about this, and there is uh, I, I, there's so much more going on than what there's time in this segment to really be able to explain to our listening audience. The, you know what they see on their TV screens, and they're going to see even more of it on their TV screens this weekend than we have to date um but what they you know there's so much that goes into what they see on their tv screens that's happening between chelmsford massachusetts and either the uh nbc studio um there near boston or the fox studio here in charlotte um you know it's it's a swarm of, of bees in a hive trying to make all of it go and a lot of weight on several people's shoulders and the fact that it's been as smooth as it has been for the most part, uh, it is, you know, really, really a testament to what iRacing has put together. And, you know, somebody said it's as if the, the iRacing service was made and everything they've done over the past 12 years was in preparation for this moment. And I can't help but think about that and go, you know, in a way, that's almost accurate because th- what they've gotten out of this is a validation of the realism of what they do and the uh, a validation of the purpose of their product that I don't think was ever there before. Those of us in the industry knew it, but I don't think the world at large knew it, and now they do. Yeah, and I mean, again, we've seen a lot more of these leagues, and they're, they're kind of 
drifting down now to even the local or regional levels where short tracks and series are doing their own. In fact, there's one that's um, underway tonight as we're recording this show live. Um, the Mobile One Junior Late Model uh, eSport Series presented by Madeira Speedway is actually live. And that's a series that's being broadcast on YouTube and uh, Global Sim uh, channels, um, GSN Global Sim Network, I think it is, on their um, uh, social and, and such. And, and it's, uh, it's a league for late model and junior late model racers from across the country that are 16 and under is the way that it works. And um, they've got some really talented young racers. There's two divisions. There's the, um, there, there's the advanced division, and then there's the next class, which is for younger uh, kids that are, you know, quarter midgets, legends, and all of that. So we're even seeing uh, the junior racers kind of get their own attempt uh, to, to do this sort of thing. And Race Face Brand Development has put that together, and They've done a great job. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. And they've got uh, points and prize money for their six race series. So, you know, these things are, uh, this is kind of spread and multiplied. And I think being able to look at what's going on with the the nationally televised stuff has given these these series at the lower levels. And IndyCar's got one now. I think F1's probably doing one. Um you know, it's it's kind of the the end thing, and again, we're unique in that we actually have something that's enough similar, as you would say, enough to be able to to do and to put on national TV and still make it uh, look somewhat realistic, but also add the fun element into it too. Oh, no doubt about that. Um, and when you consider all the stuff that's happening, I know I alluded to more television uh, that's going on. Uh, this weekend, so you'll see, uh, for those who are Flow Racing subscribers, can watch the uh, USAC National Midget Series in action tonight at uh, Kokomo Speedway on the dirt, so Thursday night as this show is uh, taping taping live. That happens right after uh, right after our live show goes off the air at 9 o'clock. Uh, okay. Saturday, and, uh, Saturday, NBCSN has picked up the IndyCar iRacing Challenge, uh, which is going to be at Barber. They've added a few drivers. Ed Carpenter is in. Scott Dixon has him his simulator up and running. He'll be in the field, as will Robert Wickens. Fun. And Jack, Har- and Jack Harvey. So 29 drivers. Jimmy Johnson will be back. And then, of course, uh, Saturday night is Saturday Night Thunder for the eNASCAR Pro Invitational at Bristol. That race will be streamed on eNASCAR.com. Uh, it'll feature the Xfinity Series, Truck Series, ARCA drivers, uh, Mexico Series and Euro Series drivers racing in a true uh, true heat race style, typical short track format where you have a bunch of heat, transfer X number to the feature, last chance race, transfer a couple more to the feature, and then throw them in the pot and go racing at the last great Coliseum. That's Saturday night. And then Sunday, around 30 of the Cup Series and former Cup Series drivers in action for the big show, the, the eNASCAR Pro Invitational Food City Showdown at Bristol on Fox and FS1. Uh, check your local Fox affiliate. I know there were some some markets that did not have it last weekend, including our market here in the greater Charlotte area, which was a bit of a shock to me. But, um, you know, a lot Silly. of the Fox markets did, did. I know it is. Uh, but a lot of the Fox markets did carry it. I know FS1 had great numbers from their portion of it. 
one and a third million and change. Uh, we, we broke our own record for most watched esports program ever. So life is good. Yes, very good for sure. And again, all of this stuff kind of serves to really just keep the racing community entertained, but also it has the side benefit especially the stuff that's being nationally televised because the side benefit of exposing not only motorsports as a sport, but motorsports as an e-sport to um, a whole new audience and giving them something to kind of grab onto. And you get to see the drivers in a bit of a different light because while they're very serious, obviously about trying to win these races, um, they're also having a lot of fun. So um, if you, Desire to check out the um, what the drivers are saying during the race? Well, Fox did a radioactive. Just go to Fox Sports on social media, NASCAR on Fox, and uh, you'll find it. And it was quite a uh, it was quite a deal. I, I love that uh, these guys are doing these radioactive things from these races because again, you love to hear what was being talked about when certain things the race happened, and I think it's. Um, I think it's pretty awesome. Randy, what, what is your overall take on what we've seen so far of all the nationally televised stuff? Well, for one, I mean, obviously, I, I prefer the dirt side of things because I feel like of, of the ex- from the exposure element, obviously, you, you want to get as much motorsports out there as possible. And like Jacob said, I think this and hope that this leads to more dirt racing on a national spectrum yes. because I feel like that's what we need. Uh, to get back to the grassroots side of things, if you get people interested in the dirt in the grassroots side of the sport, I think they'll eventually migrate themselves over to I the NASCAR too. side of things at some point. But um, it's it's entertainment value, and that's what it's all about. And we are the only professional sports doing that. Although I've noticed over the last couple of days that uh, Major League Baseball is doing some like exhibition games, you know, via I guess you know MLB Twenty, which is their video game video of sorts. Game. Um, and, uh, uh, I know WWE did it with their video game today for, you know, pre WrestleMania type stuff. But, um, in, in terms of simulation, we are the only sport in the entire world that simulation yeah. can get people can, can get a real feel of what it's like to actually be inside of a race car. And I think that will translate to a lot of people too, because people watch it and they go, Hey, this is interesting. I know iRacing has gained a lot of fans from this too, over 5,000 new subscribers in the last couple of weeks. So things are looking up, and, and I think that's what it's all about, is getting the next the, the generation that we're in right now, the younger generation involved in our sport. And that's what it's all about. I agree. Uh, what else do we have in the news, Jacob? Is there anything that we haven't covered yet that we should be covering uh, before we let you go? You know, um, there is one other thing, as a matter of fact, now that I think about it, because I was actually the one that broke this story uh, yesterday afternoon. Got about a minute. Lucas, Oil Raceway, yeah. Lucas Oil Raceway has announced that they are bringing back one of the most time-honored traditions oh, yes. in all of short track racing, and I am so, so, so beyond happy for this. It's a one-off deal for now, but with the move of the Indy 500, comes the revival, the rebirth of the night before the 500, not as a midget race, but a $10,000 to win non-wing sprint car race. More details to come in due course. But for fans of that race from years gone by, that was what catapulted Jeff Gordon onto the map and some of the greatest uh, open-wheel racers in the world have won that race. Love to see that. Love what Lucas Oil Raceway is trying to do with that. Think it'll be a great prelude to the 500. Yeah, I agree. He's being rebooted. we got to let him go. Yeah, 
Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, no, it was a great, definitely a great announcement. We'll talk more about that on future shows. And Jacob, thanks for being on. We got more of Motorsports Madness coming up right after these words. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way if you own a gun you have a full-time responsibility when you aren't using it be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children troubled teenagers a thief or anyone else who might misuse it your family friends and neighbors are all counting on you remember always lock it up For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Ty Ingram, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Hi. How are you? Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, presented by MyComputerCareer.edu. Tom Baker, Randy Miller, and our guest producer, Nick Moncher, in uh, the WSIC studio. And we're talking racing for about another um, hour or so. Um, and we, we've we been talking about virtual, the virtual racing for most of this segment and most of the show so far. And... 
I find it interesting. It's even carried over to, um, even carried over to inter-team competition, apparently. Again, I go back to Twitter, and this is just from a minute ago. Richard Petty Motorsports tweeting this. Ten minutes to game time. Head on over to Bubba Wallace's Twitch channel for the second Mario Kart tournament in our 43 crew challenge presented by they've even got a sponsor for this usaf recruiting the u.s air force is sponsoring their mario kart tournament nick Boncher. it only counts though it's on nintendo 64 it has to be the original <laughs> mario kart you can't, can't find any better air force people than people who can beat mario kart it cannot be on any of the new <laughs> systems Damn. that's our, our the air force of the future is because i got in because i beat mario kart there you go. Well, it's, uh, so, you know, this is really, and again, it's a, it's all just in good fun. Let's and put a banana pill in front of that aircraft. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens. Exactly. No red shells, though. Don't right, no red, red shells. shells. And if you, don't know what Mario, if you don't know what Mario Karts are, well, you're, you're, just, uh, you're, you're just too and young. It has nothing to do with the Andretti family. No. Because um, it's actually Mario, not Mario, but you're from New York, so it's okay. Yeah, everything. Well, not quite as bad as Chicago, though. Mario. Yeah, uh, exactly. But, uh, yeah. But we that it's just fun to see all of this going on, and, and everybody's having a good time. And, and we're trying to make the best, obviously, of a um, a very difficult situation. And, and, and again, we, we can take a minute here to, first of all, um, wish everybody in our audience worldwide not only safety, um, but, uh, we, we hope that, uh, it, it is soon that you will be able to kind of get back to life as, uh, you were used to living it. And hopefully we can learn some stuff from all of this as well. So with that, we are going to step aside. We'll be back with more of Motorsports Madness right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. 
how to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is like so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness as we continue with an evening of racing conversation. Justin Ashley coming up just around the corner to talk straight line racing uh, as we continue on the program. And we've got to Austin Hill. He's going to talk NASCAR with us in a little while as well. This is uh, obviously a pretty challenging time for all of us in the world, and uh, especially um, those of us here in the U.S. I think, uh, you know, there obviously are worse areas than uh, than others, and uh, but we're all kind of in this together. And I think uh, one of the things that I love is that I get to offer some of you perhaps uh, a way to change your fortunes and uh, maybe do something that, would be a much uh, different kind of career, but a, a career that may not be so fragile in situations like this. MyComputerCareer.edu is training for a better life. A career in IT is a career in an industry that is going to keep growing right through the 20s. It's real easy to check this out, too. You go to MyComputerCareer.edu and you take the free career evaluation test. And if you Feel like IT might be a career for you. And oh, by the way, you don't have to be a math or science whiz to be good at IT. Um, if you feel like this is something you'd like to pursue, a couple of pieces of good news. One, financial aid is available if you qualify, including the GI Bill. And the other bit of good news is that it doesn't take a full-time commitment. You can do it four days a week or so um, for about four months. You can do it online or at one of the campuses. Of course, right now you have to do it online. But um when you get ready to, when you've got your skill set and everything, you're ready to go into the workforce, then my computer career will work with hundreds of employers to try and get you placed. So this could be a good opportunity for some of you if you're at home and you're feeling like you've got to go find something different or you just want to change in career. Uh, mycomputercareer.edu could be the answer for you. So again, just go to mycomputercareer.edu, take the free career evaluation, and if you decide to pursue the training, I think you will be very happy that you did. I've been to the Raleigh campus. I've talked to some students, um, and it is just a phenomenal training. Okay, when we come back, we are going to have Justin Ashley giving us a call. We're going to talk drag racing. See you in a minute. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. 
Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness as we continue with uh, an evening of racing conversation presented by mycomputercareer.edu and also, uh, of course, victorycustomtrailers.com. And we're about to introduce our third major sponsor, which is strutmasters.com, because it is Strutmasters who is the primary partner for the driver that we're going to bring uh, onto the strutmasters.com hotline right now, Justin. <laughs> Well, I hope uh, Justin calls us back here. I think we lost him during Nick the break. Nick, push the button one second to yeah, it. Yeah, one second to <laughs> it. Um, but uh, Justin Ashley going to be coming on. Justin, uh, for those of you who are not familiar with him, is actually the subject of a YouTube show. In addition to being an NHRA racer, the show is called Fix Flip Fuel. Now, I, Ironically... Don't yeah, don't try right to there. say that too fast. Yeah, Fix Flip Fuel is the name of the show. Um, he's the owner of a home renovation business based in Long Island, New York. So uh, he's certainly kind of in the midst of um, all the chaos that's going on right now. Um, but uh, he uh, he is definitely a, a part of the NHRA series and is the youngest owner and driver in the NHRA Top Fuel class. His best time on the... Uh, uh, on the track is 3.70 seconds, which is over 323 miles an hour. I don't know about you, Randy, but uh, 
I haven't been anywhere near 323 miles an hour in my lifetime. I have never. I don't even think I can count that high sometimes. Uh, that's that's a lot. That's, I got into um, I got into one of the I'm trying to think of the name of the company that does it. But uh, they had a like a two seater um, funny car or two seater oh, no. top fuel. No, no. Um, <laughs> no. At uh, Charlotte. And no, no, they no. got us only up to about 150, but I got to tell you, I mean, when that thing first took off. That's where your hair went. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll tell you what, it's, it threw me back in the seat, and I actually had to, t- after about two seconds, I had to tell myself to breathe. Oh, yeah. Because literally, you just, after four oh, seconds, it was you know, Yeah, it was, exactly. it was just, uh, we'll see if we got uh, Justin back here. Um, <laughs> Justin Ashley, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hey, there you go. We're happy to have you on the show. We appreciate you taking some time to come on. Justin, uh, driver of the Strutmasters uh, car in the NHRA Top Fuel class. And uh, while we were uh, waiting to get you back here, I uh, mentioned that you are the subject of a YouTube show called Fix Flip Fuel. And that is a real tongue twister. Are you there? I hey, can you got you can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can now. Okay. All right, all right. I'm sorry. I got it worked out. We're yeah. all good. Okay. So uh yeah, we're uh the, the your show is called Fix Flip Fuel. Tell us what that's about. Oh, so I have a show called Fix Flip and Fuel, and basically what it does is it follows my life on the racing side of things, driving a three hundred and thirty plus mile per hour top fuel dragster. But the unique thing about it is what it also does is it follows my life behind the scenes. So right now, I run a fix-and-flip real estate business based in New York. So I'm rehabbing properties constantly. There's constantly construction, and we go into all kinds of houses that just have the craziest the craziest messes that you can imagine, the craziest smells. You see the craziest things. So it really takes you in-depth behind the scenes and looks at both sides of my life. What uh, made you decide to start that show? Because that sounds like a very interesting show, and I'm going to have to check it out now. So I, uh, for me, when I decided to go top fuel racing, I think something that is a large part of it is marketing. And I wanted to find a unique way to reach the fans. And I think to be able to kind of cross-pollinate both markets, the racing market and the fix-and-flip market, would be a good idea and a good way to reach more people. So that's kind of what inspired me to do that. I want to find ways to connect with the fans on, on more of a personal level because, yeah, we're out there, you know, driving 300-plus miles per hour, you know, cars, but, you know, on Sunday night I have to take the red-eye flight home from California to New York to be in business the next day. So it just makes things wow. very relatable. Wow. Well, you st- yeah. uh, you're obviously a second-generation racer following uh, – in the footsteps of your dad, Mike Ashley, who raced in the Nitro Funny Car class and uh, is a former NHRA U.S. Nationals champion. Uh, so it's no surprise that you started racing in a junior dragster. How old were you when you started uh, driving one of those? And how old are you now? Now I'm 25 years old. I was 11 when I first started wow. in junior dragsters. Yep. Interesting. So have you had any desire to do anything other than a straight line car? I think I have a desire to pretty much drive anything and everything, <laughs> but uh, I'm, you know, more than content. I, I love drag racing. You know, as you had mentioned, uh, my dad raced nitro funny cars growing up, so drag racing always has a special place in my heart, and HRA always has a special place in my heart, so that's 
you know, for me, that's, you know, my career path. That's what I want to do for the next 25, 30 years is, is drive straight and, and do it fast and do it quick. Well, 323 miles an hour is pretty quick, and uh, that's your best speed. Uh, and I know that you're the youngest owner and driver in the top fuel class at NHRA. Talk a little bit about the logistics of all of that, because I don't think a lot of people that watch drag racing really understand, for example, you know, how many horsepower, how, you know, how does that all come together? How expensive is a motor? I've heard some pretty outrageous numbers as to sort of cost <laughs> per pass. You know, every time you get down the, the, the strip, um, can you talk, tell us about some of that? Sure. So, uh, you know, I am one of the youngest, if not the youngest, uh, owner driver and, uh, you know, the professional categories. And for me, I've been fortunate enough to be surrounded by a lot of really great people that, that have helped me do that. I'm a co-owner of the team along with Dustin Davis and just these cars, it's a business. And, uh, you want to bring value to your sponsors because make no mistake about it, they are spending a lot of money to uh, to be able to put you in a position to be out there racing. And for that, we're very appreciative. But in regards to numbers, I mean, you know, I guess it really depends on your team. But just to give you some examples, it'll cost for 24 races for the year. Uh, just generally speaking, we figure about $100,000 per race. Uh, teams run on budgets from anywhere from, you know, the big teams, run from $3 million to $5 million wow. a year by the time everything is included. So it's a hobby, but it's <laughs> an expensive hobby, I'll tell you that. And how many horsepower in one of those top fuel motors? It has anywhere between ten and 11,000 horsepower. <laughs> that is 1,000, folks, Ten and 11,000 horsepower. Sure. Uh, that's why it'll shake you off the spot you're standing on if you're at the track by the fence watching these things. And there is nothing that I found that's a bigger rush for about two seconds than, um, th than, than that sensation um, and the way that the ground literally shakes. It's just incredible. What's it like from inside the car? I mean, again, I've heard a lot of different stories. Your eyes roll back in your head, um, just all kinds <laughs> of different things. What's, what's it like in there for, for the length of time that you're, you're, I mean, it's only about three seconds, but they say that it's quite a physical pounding. It is. Uh, I mean, it definitely takes a particular skill set to be able to do it. And, uh, you know, it's, as we mentioned, 10 to 11,000 horsepower and you're only 330 plus miles per hour in 3.7 seconds. So uh, the one thing I'll say is, you know, like anything else in life, it, it takes time, it takes practice. So the first time I ever sat behind the, uh, behind the wheel, I think by the time I figured out what was going on, it was over already. <laughs> but uh, now, having made a bunch of passes, things really slow down in your mind and you're able to really understand what goes on. Uh, it just feels like nothing you could you could really ever imagine the sheer uh, horsepower and the G's that hit you as soon as you step on the gas. You're talking about going from zero to 100 miles per hour in less than a second. And the car just continues to just pull all the way through to 1,000 feet. There's no stopping. It's violent. It's explosive. you got to make sure you get the, the shoots out on time, and they, you know, they tend to be unpredictable uh, you know, every now and then. So really more than anything else, I think it takes focus. It takes discipline, but uh, it just feels like uh, it feels like something that's violent that, that goes super quick that you want to make sure you get the, the thing stopped in time. 
It, that's incredible. Uh, I, I really can't even imagine. There it. are no words. No. Uh, and I'm not sure I want to experience that, to be honest. I'm happy just watching other people do it. <laughs> um, I, I guess uh, I just don't have quite that much courage. Uh, currently ranked sixth in the nation and uh, competing for Rookie of the Year. We are going to continue with Justin when we come back around the turn. Motorsports Madness continues right after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Olero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. 
Welcome back to Motorsports Madness presented by MyComputerCareer.edu. And, uh, you know, we have a little fun with the TV audience that the uh, radio audience doesn't get to see uh, sometimes with the re-entries and dancing around a little bit, just having a good time. We um, appreciate you watching or listening to us, however you're finding our shows here. And, of course, um, else uh, outside of the live presentation of our shows, uh, if you go to Race Chaser Radio on your favorite podcast platform, you can listen to all the shows we do. They're all there uh, in order that we do them. So every week you'll get five new shows and um, you can check them all out. We'll go back to the uh, Strutmasters.com hotline with the Strutmasters sponsored racer. Oh, Justin's gone again. Um, well, uh, He's red lighting is what the problem is. Yeah, I think that's what it that's is. Exactly I think we have him back already, so we'll try to get him again. Uh, Justin, uh, we, we've come to the conclusion that you must be red lighting here. Yeah. He's practicing. <laughs> <laughs> He's practicing. Is that what's happening? I'm sorry about all this. the problems. Yeah, I think you're just uh, you're messing up the tree, man. Um and, uh, is that what it is? That's what it is. I think everybody else is sim racing. He's he's just practicing, yeah. hanging up really quick. That's it. Now I was thinking about uh, what you were saying before about uh, it's a specific skill set to be able to 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 do this uh, straight line stuff successfully. And I would also guess that it uh, you have to be in great physical shape, which is why I would definitely consider John Force the eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> I uh, I think John's a. Uh... John's an incredible guy. He's been doing it at such a high level for such a long time, and I think that yeah. there's definitely an emphasis placed on, uh, especially as we get, you know, going along here, more of an emphasis placed on physical fitness and just making sure that you're both physically in shape but also mentally in shape to be able to go in there and do what you got to do and, and get the job done. Absolutely, yeah, I can imagine it. Um, it's it's just an amazing process, and uh, you know, I go and I'm not. I am probably the least. Uh, technical guy that you know and but but i always uh, it's not i can't work on mechanical stuff very well but i appreciate cars in in a in sort of a beauty way and um i understand that uh the motors that you guys have in those cars are um just amazing and so it's uh i always have a good time when i get to the track uh talk a little bit about um what you go through in a weekend in terms of, um, you know, you, are you just driving? I know that, um, there are teams that are much bigger than yours. Talk about your team and your situation, because you're sort of a David running against a lot of Goliaths in a sense, right? Yeah, we are. So there's a lot of multi-car teams out there. So there's teams out there that have anywhere from, let's say two cars to, uh, six or seven cars in different categories. And for us, we're a single-car team. Uh, we bring out our guys to the track, then we go back to work the next day. And for us, we run on, I would say, you know, a lower budget than some of the other guys, but we've been fortunate to bring on a lot of really great partners like Strutmasters, like Chip Lofton, Strutmasters.com, who have helped us to be able to, to run like we run. And, uh, you know, it's really just a testament to the group that we have. We are a little bit of a David against Goliath, but I think more so than anything else, that's something that we take pride in. I think we offer great value and we bring a lot to the table for the kind of operation that we're running. So it is something that I'm definitely proud of. Well, it it seems like you've done a really nice job of building your brand and building the team in a very efficient sort of way. I feel like from what I can see, um, you guys do a great job of making 
making much out of not nearly as much as some of the bigger teams have. And I think that's that's got to be the key to success in in whether it's NHRA or NASCAR or anywhere. That's got to be the key to success is, you know, spending the money that you have in the right places to make sure that you get uh, the performance. Yeah, it is. That's definitely the large part of it. You absolutely, the, the right word is efficient, like you said. Yep. Uh, you want to be able to make the most of what you have. And for us, that's a big part of it. That's why we're able to be out there competing for Rookie of the Year is because our guys top to bottom. We have a great crew chief uh, in Aaron Brooks, and he does a great job managing all that and making sure that all the parts and pieces are accounted for and that we use them the way we should be using them. And the team does an awesome job, and uh, we're just extraordinarily resourceful, and we're able to, uh, you know, use use our equipment the way we want to use it, and we're able to go out there even though we may not, you know, be a Goliath. We're able to go out there and run and run our stuff hard and compete at a high level. What do you feel like, or how would you assess where the NHRA is right now? Because I feel like they, I don't want to say that it's, it's falling off, but it just feels like it's kind of gone through a little bit of a, um, a transitional here, or maybe it's still going through it. Um, how would you assess where the NHRA and drag racing is right now in terms of the motorsports lexicon? And what what are your ideas, if you have any, for what maybe could be done to um, to raise the stature a little bit more? Sure. Well, I think NHRA uh, has a lot of value, and I think more so than anything else, they just need to capitalize on that value. I think one of the things that they offer that other sports might necessarily not do such a great job of is uh, the fact that every ticket is really a pit pass. Yes. So when you're at the NHRA races, you're able to go through the pits, get up close and personal with the cars and the teams, but get up close and personal with the drivers. Go and talk to the drivers, have a conversation, sign autographs, take pictures, and it's easily accessible. And I think that's something that brings great value to NHRA and the sport itself. Now, the sport itself could obviously improve in a lot of ways, because we all can improve in a lot of ways, and all sports can improve in a lot of ways. But I think that uh, you know anything geared toward fan interaction, anything geared toward uh, providing more value for those fans uh, could be a tremendous asset for NHRA moving forward. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I just feel like um, the last couple of races I've gone to at Charlotte, for example, the car counts in some of the divisions are down, and, and that... I, I'm I'm a little perplexed by that because again, as you say, and I agree totally. I think it's a great value. It just feels like there's kind of something missing there um, in getting the, the the companies and sponsors involved to be able to to keep these teams going and keep the uh, keep the car counts up. But the the action is incredible, and the um, ability to engage with with you guys as drivers is really unique to NHRA at this point. I think in a lot of ways. Yeah, it is. I think you bring up a lot of really good points. The value is there, and it's a great product. Uh, it's just a matter of getting more cars out there and more people out there. Now, it is an expensive sport. Uh, it's definitely an expensive sport, as we alluded to, but racing in general, is there are ways to definitely uh, get more cars out there. I think we as an NHRA community uh, have you know, our responsibility to be able to bring more cars out there because I'm all for it. I'd much rather show up to a race for a 16-car qualifying field and there will be 30 cars and 16 and guaranteed. I mean, that's not the way we want it. We want something that's going to be great for the sport. We want good competition. We want to earn our wins the right way. So, um, you know, I think that it's just something that we need to improve on as an NHRA community is finding ways to uh, use our resources to get more cars out there and 
you know, appeal to sponsors because we do have an appealing sport and we do have a lot of fan interest. And speaking of sponsors, uh, talk about Strutmasters a little bit because we're big Chip Lofton fans and Strutmasters is part of our Race Chaser um, media family here. And we, uh, we're always happy for the opportunity to, uh, to give some love there because uh, Chip's a great guy and he's helped us out a lot. Yeah, you said it. Uh, Chip is just an amazing guy. For me, uh, making the transition to Top Fuel, uh, I needed a partner who was going to be able to hop on board and help me take that next step, and that was Chip Lofton. Uh, I was fortunate enough to, to meet him and just become a part of Team Strutmasters and the Strutmasters family. And, uh, you know, I think the amazing thing about Chip is the kind of guy that he is and the kind of company that he runs. It just speaks volumes. Uh, you know, all his parts and, and all his pieces are American-made, and his companies uh, just does a fantastic job. They're extremely supportive of what we do. And there's no doubt for me that without Chip, without Strutmasters.com, I wouldn't have the opportunity to do what I do. So I'm uh, extraordinarily grateful for Strutmasters, extraordinarily grateful for Chip. And uh, he's doing a great job helping me, but he's also helping a lot of other NHRA that's drivers sure. out there. And helping out the community. So that's good for everyone. It's good for the sport. For sure. And talk about your other, uh, as I like to call them, partners in motorsports as well. Sure. So I think, uh, you know, now we're at a particularly uh, unique time, uh, obviously with the pandemic that's going on. And, uh, you know, my, my heart goes out, my thoughts and prayers go out to all those people, you know, those, those frontline workers, the, the firefighters, the policemen, uh, you know, the grocery store clerks, the nurses, the doctors. And I think that what I've noticed is that uh, you know, there's a certain uh, emphasis, and rightfully so, on cleanliness and hygiene. And I think that it's actually a perfect time to talk about uh, a part of it I brought on called Hero Soap Company. So what they do is they're veteran-owned and operated, and they donate a portion of all their sales to charities that assist in fire rescue, police, and veterans. So at a time where I myself, and I know a lot of people are feeling particularly patriotic, I think that's a company that uh, really is, is running their operation the right way. Hero Soap Company, if you wanted to use a promo code Team Ashley for 10% off, you could do that. But I'm uh, really just proud to be associated and partnered with them right now, especially with all that's going on. That's awesome. And uh, we've got about a minute uh, to hit uh, any others that you want to hit. Uh, sure, I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, I have a great company on board called Auto Shocker. Uh, they're an interior car odor eliminator. And the cool thing about them, you smoke in a car for, let's say, five years, you leave the product in the car for 24 hours, smells gone the next day. Wow. Unreal, unbelievable product. Uh, it's called Auto Shocker. They have a product called Room Shocker uh, that I use to get rid of the smells in my houses and my fix and flip renovations. So they're a total odor eliminator, awesome product. Excited to be a part of them. And uh, also have a company called Cotto that makes fastening systems that does a great job as well. So uh, really grateful for all these partners that have come on board and help us do what we do. Okay, real quick, uh, less than 30 seconds. Where can people follow you on social media and your website and all that? Sure. They can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I'm at the Justin Ashley. Uh, always take pride in my social media because I'm very interactive with the fans. So, you are, uh, they too, can also dude. You do a great job. Com. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. And uh, that's awesome. And, Justin, we appreciate you taking the time to come on. We'll have you on again soon. More of Motorsports Madness coming up right after these words. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. 
Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Okay, back with more Motorsports Madness. This is our final long segment for the radio part of the show. And uh, joining us on the program is going to be Austin Hill. And I think we have already on the Strutmasters.com hotline. Hello, Austin Hill. Welcome back to the program. Been a while since we've talked with you. And uh, I'm curious, right off the bat, we're kind of on this indefinite uh, period in the land of hold here. Uh, How are you spending your time trying to kind of keep in race mode and uh, keep yourself focused for when we do have to go back? Uh, well, first off, thanks for having me on. Um, but yeah, uh, it's been, it's been, um, it's been, uh, I don't know. It's been weird, uh, for sure. Just, uh, not being at the racetrack and, uh, haven't really went to the race shop much. And especially with the stuff that's going on in North Carolina now, um, you can't go to the race shop anymore. So, um, so yeah, it's been a really weird time for us. Um, 
I've been doing a lot of high racing and um, getting on with some of the uh, other drivers and just trying to do anything I can to just kind of stay in the seat and keep keep practicing. So, um, but other than that, I mean, I've been doing a lot of family time and uh, we we just moved into a house house before the still hit. So um, it's actually given us a a good chance to get settled in and, and get everything oh. unpacked. So that's kind of something we've been doing. Uh, we've been kind of doing it piece by piece every day. Just we, we try to hit knock two or three things out, and then we we play with the kids, and uh, we go back at it again in the evening and, and do a little more stuff. So uh, it, it's been good since we did move in, but um, I'm, I'm really itching to get back to the racetrack, so I'm hoping hoping this deal passes uh, sooner than rather than later. Yeah, I think we all hope for that and uh, encourage everybody to follow the guidelines. Uh, so hopefully we can... Uh, do that just a little bit quicker. Now, I want to go back to the iRacing part because last week we had one of your Hattori Racing teammates on this program, Max McLaughlin. And Max was telling us that um, it, it may have been true that there was a race last week that uh, your PR boffin, we have we have Venturini's PR boffin in the studio with us actually producing the show, Nick Montre, but your PR boffin, Josh Weinrich, we understand that that's basically all he does all day is, um, is, is hide out on the simulator and he put together a race, um, and basically made his own, his own setup for the race and, uh, everybody last week seemed to agree that, uh, because of that, he was going to win that race that took place last Saturday. My question is, did Josh win that race? And if not, was it you that beat him? And how did you and Mike end up do or Max end up doing? Uh, well, I was out early, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> on a restart. I, I, I tried to get a little aggressive on the restart and, uh, Oops. I ended up clipping the grass. Um, next thing you know, we were. We were going through the grass, so uh, my day was my night was done pretty early. Uh, I, I believe Josh ended up finishing second, so he didn't he didn't get the job done. Um, and I, I'm not I don't really, really remember exactly where Max ended up, but uh, yeah, Josh he definitely does a lot of uh, a lot of that eye racing, <laughs> and he, um, he he's hard to beat just because he's on it all the time, um, and he just he just practices it every day. And you know it, it 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 is a little bit different than you know in the real world. Sure. Uh, kind of some of your lift points and stuff like that can be a little bit different, especially depending on what setup you're running. Especially if you're if you're running a fixed setup where you we can't make adjustments, then uh, you have to change your driving style a lot. So it kind of kind of makes it challenging for you, especially when you're doing that because you can't go in there, you can't loosen up or tighten up the car, and, right. and do all that. And and that's what we normally shoot for is to do the fix up just so it's an even playing field for everybody else so um you know every now and then we'll have a fix setup that i like and then we'll have a fix setup that uh that josh really likes and i'm and i may hate so uh it, it's fun getting out there with a lot of the hre guys and, and max and uh even a lot of the other drivers and just having some fun with it and we're really competitive so uh you know bragging rights are always good Austin, it's Nick here. I'm I'm curious because I called Josh out last week about this because I knew that's pretty much all he ever does and you know <laughs> plays guitar to Metallica. So that's what I got Max to kind of to get the down low on him. But how did you enjoy the uh, old Texas Speedway that he picked? I, I mean, it was fun. Um, I, I 
I like the new one. Uh, the only reason is because early in a run, you can just run wide open for, for a very long time. Um, you know, if you're back in traffic and you're running seventh, eighth place, then you, you'll, you'll have to start lifting a little bit earlier, uh, in one and two, but three and four, you're kind of wide open for the majority of the race, uh, especially with the setup that he picked. So, um, you know, it, I, I feel like it took a little bit of the driver out of it just because the way the new one and two is, with it being flatter, you really got to back up your entry and have a really good exit because you're wide open in three and four. So you got to, you got to carry all that momentum from center off all the way back to turn one. So uh, I, th- I thought it was cool. I thought it was a nice little twist to go to go back to the to the old uh, Texas. But um, I think we need to try to do the new one and see see how Josh does having to you know lift a little bit more. <laughs> I think you and Max should get to pick the setup for for the next race and the track and pick somewhere that he I know. never goes. <laughs> I know he, he he went and he went and tested and did an open session for I think two hours just trying setups and he's like hey i came up with a setup and i'm like whatever dude you, you whatever you want to do and uh as soon as soon as we go out there he's like two or three tenths faster in the field i'm like man you're taking this way too serious that's josh right there to a t <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's for sure <laughs> well, 15 seconds in the sun that kind of thing um you know you guys get all the glory so the pr guy just wanted to get in on the action a little bit i guess uh now this year you've been running both the truck and um the xfinity series as well talk a little bit about what that's been like for you to be able to do some of that yeah it's been fun um and it, it was really good to get kind of in a in a routine and a rhythm uh, you know, with, with our races that we had lined up. Uh, and then when this, this all hit, it kind of just threw a wrench in the whole plan. So, um, you know, I'm hoping that doesn't hurt us any uh, when we go back racing as far as being able to run more extended races. Um, you know, none of the extended races we had were like, definitely we're going to run this. It was just kind of, you know, it's kind of on the fence. And then when it got to two weeks before, or maybe even the week of, we, we kind of put the whole deal together and we would go to the racetrack. So uh, it's been really fun to do the Xfinity side. Um, we actually had a really good race going uh, back in uh, California, and it was, um, you know, it, it was going to be a really good race for us. We were running inside the top ten uh, there, uh, parts of the race, and then at the end we had a, a right front tire go down that kind of ended our day. But, um, you know, and, and then on the truck side, we're, we're leading the points right now, so that's a good thing. But at the same time, we, we want to get back racing to keep that points lead and go out there and, and get a win under our belt and go, go ahead and lock ourselves into the uh, playoff. Now, you had four wins last year in the truck series, and, and you've already had a top five and a couple of top tens this year. Um, and I know that the Xfinity cars are a little bit different from the trucks. What's it like? to kind of go back and forth, is it difficult sometimes to kind of, because it seems like basically you're almost taking one brain out and putting a different brain in. Yeah, it can be challenging. You just, you just really got to do your homework. You got to, you know, do a lot of um, just looking back at, at the races from last year, trying to, trying to find any type of telemetry or in-car camera you can to, to just watch and, and see what, where their lift points are and what they're doing. Uh, because a lot of these racetracks you go to in the trucks, as long as your drive, your truck's driving good, you're you're very close to wide open, or you are wide open for um, you know majority of the race, uh, especially at a mile and a half. So uh, when you transition from that to an Xfinity car, you're definitely lifting a lot more, um, you know, dragging some brakes and 
and and doing different things. So, but but one thing I have liked a lot about the Xfinity car is on the restart, um, and and once you get single filed, it doesn't seem like the arrow is as as bad as the truck series side of it is. Um, you know, I've noticed in the truck series, you really got to have your your headlight out. You really got to have a lot, you know, air on the nose a lot uh, to keep it turning, or you get really tight uh, really easily. Uh, and then on the Xfinity side, you still have to keep your nose out and, and keep it turning, but it, it doesn't seem like it's as bad as it is in the truck side. So uh, that's been really fun to be able to, you know, you're running a guy down and he's running your line. You can kill, still kind of run your line. You just might have to, you know, enter a little bit earlier, enter a little bit higher to keep the air on the nose. But um, all in all, you, you can still kind of run that line, whereas in the truck you better be running a different line because it, the, the arrow is so bad that you just get really tight behind somebody or sometimes arrow loose depending on what kind of uh, deal you're working with. And if your truck's tight or loose, it just kind of depends. Do Would you see yourself or, or is it in the plans that you might go full-time Xfinity next year and not run the truck? Is that kind of why you're doing both this year or what? What is the situation as best you can tell us about now? Uh, yeah, so right now it's just uh, me and Shiggy. We're coming up with with some sponsorship, and he's he's bringing a lot of a lot of people from Japan that that want to do the Xfinity deal uh, because the Super is so big over in Japan. So they're kind of wanting to venture into the Xfinity side since they have the Super now. So uh, uh-huh. that's that's really the biggest biggest reason is is we're able to find better sponsorship on the Xfinity side with, uh, you know, Shiggy's help and with his sponsorship that he's bringing in. Uh, and it's kind of just helping us out on being able to run more Xfinity races. So, um, you know, I don't know the number on how many Xfinity races we're, we're going to run or, or even what we had planned to run before all this happened. Um, it's just, it's, it's a lot of fun to be able to go out there and, and run a different uh, series and just kind of get my feet wet in it because, just like anybody else, you want to move up the ranks. You want to get into the Xfinity Series. You want to get into the Cup Series someday. Uh, but if, if I stay in the Truck Series my whole career, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. I just want to be in, in one of the top three series for a very long time, and uh, that's kind of what I'm trying to do. But anytime the opportunity presents itself to run in the Xfinity Series or even maybe one day in the Truck Series, some one-off stuff, um, you know, I'm definitely going to jump on that when I get the call. And real quick, in about a minute, if you can, uh, answer this one for me. Uh, it looks like the Martinsville weekend is going to be dropped off the schedule for uh, circumstances that obviously have nothing to do with NASCAR, but uh, hoping to come back maybe at Charlotte. But can you walk into the shop on the 1st of May, even if um, North Carolina kind of lifts the um, stay-at-home, can you walk in and in, in, in the first week of May and be ready for the end of the month at Charlotte? I think so. I mean, our guys, they they have been working really hard uh, up until um, this whole deal came about of, of shutting everyone down. Uh, they were working really hard. They were getting ahead. They were doing doing all the things right that they needed to do because we all kind of saw it coming. Um, and so we, we really just started really digging deep. We worked some late hours. We, we did some things like that to kind of get ahead. So, um, you know, as far as our mile and a half program goes and, and our trucks on that side, we're looking really good. Um, on the short track side, we, we might be a little bit behind or we might be right on track. Um, I'm not really sure. I, I haven't really been in the shop the past couple weeks just because I was trying to stay at home as much as I could. Sure. Um, and so 
But I have been checking in with the guys, and they seem like they're in a pretty good, uh, good. spot. But I, I'm going to be ready. Uh, I know I'll be ready as a driver, and I know that these guys, they, they got my back. They're, they they know what they're doing. They know the agenda, uh, and they, they'll be ready to go whenever whenever the time calls to get us back at the racetrack. But like I said, just like everybody else is hoping for, right, sooner rather than later, I'm, I'm ready to get back going. I'm already itching pretty bad. So, <laughs> I uh, bet. There's yeah. been there's been there's been some late nights on i racing, uh, so uh, just because I I, I got to do something racing related, and uh, if I'm not doing that, I'm trying to do some fishing. So I hear you. Uh, well, yeah, Austin, yeah, we appreciate you know, we appreciate you coming out. I want to cut you short. We got a hard break here. We'll be back. No, you're good. Thanks. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome 
Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. This is our final radio segment for the evening. We do have TV overtime coming up next. Uh, so those of you watching us on WSIC TV 25.2 in the Charlotte area, stay with us because we'll have our overtime segment for you after this segment ends and you hear a commercial break. Uh, but um, this is our final radio segment of the evening. I have been asked to talk a little bit about how people can reach us through social media and all of that. So I thought I would take uh, a, a little bit of this segment or all of it if we needed to get through that. First of all, um, Race Chaser Media is how you find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Uh, we are on all three, and it's Race Chaser Media. Now, if you miss a show or you want to hear more of our shows, that's easy. You go to your favorite podcast platform, Spotify, TuneIn, Apple, Google, all of those. We're on them all um, and search Race Chaser Radio. OK, Race Chaser Radio uh, on your favorite uh, uh, podcast platform. We'll get you all of our shows each week. We upload them the next day. And again, Race Chaser Media, if you want to follow us on social media and you can reach us uh, through the message uh, functions of each of those particular social media platforms. So uh, we definitely uh, enjoy interacting with the fans and we are appreciative of our audience, no matter how you're listening to us. All right. We're going to say goodbye to our radio audience. Have a great week. Be safe, everybody. Those of you who are watching us on TV, stick around. We'll be right back. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and visit racechasermedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.